It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Got another good one for you today as a former Warrior has another catastrophic injury. And even though he's not on the Warriors anymore, it does affect them. Steph does not care about the doubters. Draymond talks about re-signing with the Warriors. And D'Angelo Russell starting to work out with a familiar face. That's all coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Warriors. Your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Another good one for you as... It's moving slow, but man, we are inching closer and closer to actual NBA basketball. You know, people are saying it's a couple months away because they're counting the regular season. Dude, I'm, I'm waiting for, for preseason games. I don't care that we play the Lakers. Yeah, and I said we. I don't care that the Warriors play the Lakers five times in the preseason. I can't wait for all of them. But it's neither here nor there. I think we're all waiting for it. Even with football starting, man, I'm just, I can't wait. For the NBA to come back. Anyways, we do have Team USA coming up. Maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit because another player got injured, another player dropped out, and the roster is looking not great. But we'll see what happens. You know, there are guys stepping up like Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox. So, anyways, this is not a Team USA podcast. This is Locked On Warriors. And we got to start with... I'm sure you all already heard the news, but former Warrior, current Los Angeles Laker, DeMarcus Cousins, tore his ACL uh, two days ago in a workout, and uh, he's done for the entire 2019-20 season. And just as a fan of him and his game and his journey and everything, it's just heartbreaking. I mean, for any player to go through the amount of injuries he's gone through in the last, you know, 18 months, It's terrible. Terrible. Started with the Achilles, missed an entire season because of that. Tears the quad uh, in the playoffs, and now the ACL this offseason. And, uh, yeah, it's just maybe I'm being a softie. Maybe Warriors fans are looking at it as, you know, he's gone. It's too bad. But uh, I just feel for him. And not to, uh, you know, look too much into how much someone has made but if you look at his career earnings, he will have made about $86 million, which, I mean, obviously, all good. And that doesn't count all the money that he's made off the court with, you know, sneaker deals and stuff like that. But, man, it, it, it's part of why I think guys like Draymond Green and C.J. McCollum were willing to take their con their extensions before they were able to maximize how much they were going to get. 
because look at DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, he's the prime example. People brought up Kevin Durant uh, and, and Clay Thompson as to uh, you know what may have affected people's decisions to take extensions earlier. It's DeMarcus Cousins because Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson still got paid. And the self-awareness of players like McCollum and, and Draymond to say, we're not just going to be able to waltz into max deals after a, after an injury like you know uh, KD and Clay did and get theirs you know it just it shows self-awareness of where they are but also just how bad it can go i mean demarcus is another guy who should have had at least another 100 million dollar contract but these injuries and the timing of the injuries you know ru- ruined it <laughs> look at isaiah thomas same thing but he look he's made about half of what uh what DeMarcus has made and just the timing of his injuries and playing through them with Boston you know he's he's missed out too so we're kind of going all over the place but what I want to focus on is is DeMarcus Cousins and his injury and what it means for the Warriors and you may say well what does it mean for the Warriors he's not on the Warriors anymore well it does affect the Lakers because I thought it was a real good pickup for them especially at the price point uh, he was going to make three and a half million dollars this year. He'll still get that money, but uh, as far as on the court goes, I thought their best shot at winning a title this year was if Demarcus Cousins got closer to form than he had been last year. You know, he continued to rehab, continued to get better, continued to get in shape, and got closer to a hundred percent. Because there's no way he ever played at a hundred percent at any point last season. You know, still coming back from his Achilles injury. There's no way. And then the torn quad, you know, he wasn't 100% in the finals either. So I thought that they had done a good job of potentially finding a third star or a third player for your big three into Marcus Cousins. But now you're getting 0% of them. It's not even a a, a bad version of DeMarcus. It's, it's nothing. You're not going to get anything from him. And the tough part with that is their depth is hurt, obviously. I mean, now they have JaVale and no one else. They don't have Zubats. We can talk about that another time, too. But they don't have they don't have depth at the five. You could question their depth at the five, even with Cousins and JaVale. But, you know, that's still a solid one-two uh, center combination. But now you imagine JaVale starting, and then, I, I don't know, well, are they, you know, calling Costa Kufas? trying to ask him to not take, you know, the the overseas deal he did. Um, it's a major blow to the Lakers. And as far as their title chances go, to me, knocks them completely out. As far as how good they'll be just in the regular season, I think they'll be a really good regular season team because they do still have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But I don't see them competing for the one seed. They're going to be a run-of-the-mill, run-of-the-mill playoff team. You know, anywhere from three to seven. The lower stuff probably counts for injuries and stuff like that, but or the lower seeds, excuse me. You know, you probably mean someone got hurt, but I'm just saying the the hope was that Cousins would come back and and be a major contributor, and now it's just he's not gonna he's not gonna give them anything. And their three best players are all power forwards, so. I don't know. They got some work to do, and the reason why I bring it up, too, is because, hey, a a weakened Lakers team is a good thing for the Warriors. The Warriors are going to be fighting for their playoff lives, too, so 
the Lakers not being as good as we thought they were going to be, not a bad thing. But Cousins getting that injury, it just sucks. It just, it just sucks. And I know it's just basketball and all that. And, you know, life is bigger than basketball. But you just got to feel for the guy. You know, he's, he's played hoops his whole life and uh, has had one of the roughest 18 months of injury. I don't want to say luck because there is no luck when it comes to comes to getting these injuries, but just injury history, it sucks. And I don't know what the future of his playing career is, in the NBA at least. You know, we'll have to wait and see what happens for, I don't know, overseas or something. Who knows? Who knows? As you can tell, I'm pretty pretty upset about it. So we will move on. Going to take a break, come back. I want to talk about Steph and Draymond talked about just why they shouldn't be counting out the Warriors and why Draymond decided to re-sign with the Dubs at the time that he did. That's all coming up next. But first, support for today's show comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming you may have seen Manscaped on Shark Tank and Men's Journal named their Lawnmower 2.0 as one of the best tools in men's grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code locked on at manscaped.com. That is locked on at manscaped.com. L O C K E D O N at manscaped.com. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Surface. Introducing Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. Available in three colors, its thin light design, built-in HD camera, and touchscreen turns any space into your workspace. More at surface.com slash laptop go. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's good? We just finished talking about DeMarcus Cousins and him tearing his ACL and just the how much it sucks. I mean, there's no, there's some minor analytical stuff. The Lakers will be worse, their depth at center, but just for the most part, on a human level, it sucks for him. And I, I feel really bad for Demarcus. And uh, yeah, just sympathetic, man. It's tough. Switching gears, good transition. Uh, Steph Curry has been doing numerous camps and appearances and things like that uh, over the last month or so, and he's been getting interviewed while there. And he's obviously been asked about all the normal stuff, the usual suspects, the normal questions of Kevin Durant leaving, you know, what to expect from the team moving forward, Draymond re-signing, et cetera, et cetera. But hearing from him is nice because we haven't heard from him much since the finals ended. But he was uh, not afraid to address any of the questions. And one of the main things he was asked about is the doubters, because there have been doubters ever since Durant left. And it's funny, too, because even if Durant stayed, he wouldn't be playing this year. 
And just because also the most recent version of the Warriors we saw was with Kevin Durant playing a very prominent role and Steph Curry also playing a prominent role, but not the same, you know, when they won their first title or when they went 73-9 and or anything like that, or when Steph won his unanimous MVP. So I don't know if it's just we're prisoners of the moment, we were, you know, or we're, we're focused on what happened most recently, but Steph was asked about the doubters or the haters, as some might say. And uh, here's what he had to say about it. Kind of just laugh at it, really. Uh, anybody can say anything about anything, you know, nowadays. And it, uh, it can pick up steam. So, you know, we've had a lot of support. We've had a lot of criticism along the way. It doesn't change now. It's just, it's just what they're saying is different. So uh, it doesn't change how we go about our business. A pretty standard answer from Steph. You know, he's not going to ruffle any feathers or anything like that or go at anyone, but I'm excited to see what how he reacts once once the ball's tipped, once the season starts, because I think we're going to see a very motivated Steph Curry. Uh, you, you guys heard me mention a couple episodes ago, I've never played fantasy basketball before. I think we're doing it as a, a locked-on, all the locked-on hosts are going to be in a league. And uh, with my zero knowledge of fantasy basketball, I think Steph is going to be my number one pick. I mean, who knows if I get him, but I think Steph is going to have a monster year. And if he wants it, you know, MVP is not out of the question. If he decides this is what he's going for, it's it's he's capable. I'll put it that way. He's capable of getting it. But, again, how serious do they take the regular season? Is he going to be able to turn it into... I need to be great for 82 games. You know, I can't rest for the playoffs. So, I don't know. It's all going to be interesting, but I think we're going to see a very motivated, pissed-off Steph Curry. Steph was also asked about Kevin Durant choosing the Nets and deciding to leave the Warriors. Steph, in his very Steph way, had a Steph answer. And going to Brooklyn is you know, just trying to make sure he's, he's happy and going to a place where he feels like he needs to be. And at the end of the day, you can't got to be happy about that for him. Uh, that's what every player in this league wants to be in a situation where they can decide where they want to play. Well, I always remember the, the three years we had. So there's stuff on KD. Pretty standard as far as his response goes. Something that I, I asked Doug Christie about when I was on with him the other day was, you know, at what point does a holdout or contract dispute or whatever, like at what point does a teammate get upset about that? And he's he's just like, you can't. It's just, it's their life, it's their money, it's their decisions. You know, they're doing what's best for them. And, you know, even if you feel a certain type of way, you really can't allow yourself to get into that because it's it's their life. And I think that goes for all NBA players. I'm sure they'd all prefer to have Kevin Durant on the team, but they also all understand that it's, you know, it's his decision. And they have to support him because there's nothing they can do about it. And even... You know, oh, we had a chance to win 100 more rings. Maybe that's not exactly what he wants. So, anyways, uh, some of the first, you know, audio I've heard of Steph addressing it. And you're not going to get anything salacious out of him or anything like that. But I just wanted to bring it up. Draymond Green, speaking of money and decisions and contracts and blah, 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 is... A warrior for five more years after signing his four-year, $100 million extension, uh, including the year 
left he has on his contract. It is five years, 118. And he recently sat down with Rachel Nichols of The Jump to do an interview, a little off-season interview. I want to play the whole thing for you here. It's about six and a half minutes long, but it's it's good stuff, uh, as Draymond always does. So here is Draymond's interview with Rachel Nichols from The Jump. You have been living your best life these past couple weeks. Music festival in Toronto with Drake, Boogie Cousins' bachelor party in the Bahamas. You and I are sitting here right now in Las Vegas. It's been an okay summer, and then that whole contract thing, too. Draymond was rumored to be released from Dub Nation, but instead he is backing up the Brinks truck getting paid. The Warriors keeping the core together. Draymond Green and the Warriors have agreed to a $100 million extension. Was there a point where you maybe got up to the hotel room where you had a second alone that you just said, damn, $100 million? There's been several points where I've sat back and said, wow, I signed for $100 million. Like... That's not your normal thing for a kid from Saginaw, Michigan. Like, I'm still at a loss for words about it. You were never the most highly recruited guy going into college, out of college, 35th pick in the draft. And then even once you were successful, there were a lot of people who did not like the way you went about your business. You had arguments with your coaches, teammates, suspension in the NBA Finals. What does this contract say validating the way you have gone about your life and your career? This contract tells you that all the garbage that you've tried to say about me arguing with Kevin or about the thing with Steve Kerr, about the suspension, it just tells you that there was a method to that madness. And while so many people tried to write it differently, it's proof in the pudding now that you were wrong. And I I enjoy that just a tad. Oh, just a little bit? A lot. I am the guy who you said could never play in this league. You were wrong. I am the guy who you wanted to make out to be a dummy. You couldn't have been further, much further away from the truth. There was a lot of feeling in front offices around the league that, hey, of the core guys, Draymond's the one that they should move on from. What did you hear from the Warriors about their reasoning, why they didn't want to do that, and they thought keeping you was so important? I've only, you know, had the utmost support from the organization and so that's all I've ever really went with you know I heard a noise um, I've heard that over and over again but you know on the flip side of that I also had a great organization telling me the complete opposite I could have been a fool to believe it but it don't seem like I was such a fool after all and on your side too there were people who have been saying over the past couple weeks Why would he sign this extension now? Next summer is not going to be like this past summer. You would have been the most high-profile free agent available on the market. So why lock yourself up now on your side of things? Well, I think a few reasons. Um, You know, people always talk about testing the market. But if you're you're testing something, there's a possibility that you come up short. Okay, Um, that's one side of it. Uh, The flip side of it is... I got two guys that I've been rolling with since the time I stepped into this league and Steph and Clay. We started this whole Golden State thing when it wasn't so sexy. Why would I get to this point of where we didn't built this entire organization up and bail on it? Like, you know, you don't you don't bail on your baby. You know, the Golden State Warriors, that's our baby. The Golden State Warriors are gonna look very different from here on out though. The biggest departure is, of course, Kevin Durant. Have you talked to Kevin this summer? Absolutely. I actually talked to Kay yesterday. That's my brother. You know, if someone would have told me, man, 
Kevin Durant's going to come to the Warriors, and you guys are going to win two championships and then have a shot at winning the third. Would you take that? In a heartbeat. And so uh, that was a major success, and I'm happy for him. How did he tell you that he was picking Brooklyn? I found out that he was picking Brooklyn when everybody else found out, which is exactly how it should be. He don't owe it to me to tell me before he tell everybody else. Like, we did what we had to do. The thing that people forget about in this league is, like, this is our lives. I'm not, I'm not about to go to Kevin Durant and say, hey, Kevin, can I get my fiancé pregnant? Right. Like, that's, but that's my life. Thank you for that visual, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's my life. Like, am I supposed to come to you and A, let you know that that's what I want to do, or B, ask you for permission? No. And so I found out when everybody else found out, which is exactly how it should be. We remember what you said at the end of the NBA Finals. Everybody thinks it's kind of the end of us. That's just not smart. <laughs> We're not done yet. Do you still feel that way? I have heard people say we're not going to make the playoffs. That's crazy to me. I mean, that's just like, that's total disrespect, but no different than the disrespect we've all been getting for years. What kind of Draymond Green are we going to see this season? Because last season, there were points where you got injured. That tumbled into you being out of shape. You had five-year lows in a lot of major categories, shooting problems. Then in the playoffs, we saw a totally different Draymond Green, diet, you are a monster on the court on both ends. Are you going to be able to keep that up through all of next season? Absolutely. Last year taught me a lot. You know, diet, you know, taking care of my body, you know, all the things that I'm 29 now that I need to know. Um, and I was able to get that through the course of last year and still able to rise up throughout the playoffs and do what I've normally done. I look forward to doing that for the entire season again and again and again. And so... Uh, what Draymond Green will you see? A different one. Because the circumstances are different. But the method behind the madness always remains the same. So we're sitting here in Las Vegas. The odds makers have not given you guys good odds to win the title compared to some of the other teams. And it reminds me a little bit of the beginning of this conversation. You were not given very good odds to be sitting here doing this interview talking about your $100 million contract. What do you make of odds as you go forward here? I, I like it. Um, you know, being an underdog... It's been a while since we've been an underdog, um, but it brings that underdog chip back, and I, I miss that chip. I'm pretty sure Steph missed that chip, and some of the stuff Clay been texting me this summer, I'm positive he misses the chip. So I like where we're at. I'm excited about it and looking forward to it. So to the odds maker, thanks. You got me where I am today. I look forward to where they take me again. There it is, Draymond Green. With Rachel Nichols from The Jump, thanks again to The Jump for that interview. Uh, uh, Draymond is uh, is he's the best. I don't know what to say, man. I, he, he gets me fired up. Uh, some of my favorite stuff he said, you know, just talking about coming into the league with Steph and Clay. Or, well, he didn't come in with them. But since he's been there, Steph and Clay have been there. And Golden State Warriors have been their baby, and you do not abandon your baby. Uh, my, one of my favorite quotes, I got two guys I've been rolling with since I stepped into this league, Steph and Clay. We started this whole Golden State thing when it wasn't so sexy. And he's right. He's right. Why would I get, into, why would I get to this point uh, when we had built this entire organization up and bail on it? Green said, uh, you don't bail on your baby. You know the Golden State Warriors. 
That's our baby. I love that he calls them their baby. That's just funny to me. A great interview by Draymond, as always. Gets me fired up, and I love how they talked about the chip on their shoulder that, you know, he missed it, Steph missed it, and some of the stuff he's been hearing from Clay, he's pretty sure Clay missed it. Uh, I'm always fascinated by Clay. I think you guys know that. I think you all are, too, uh, just because we have no idea what he's really like. And to hear that he's, you know, fired up and misses that underdog chip on their shoulder is pretty great as well. Going to take one more break, come back. D'Angelo Russell has been working out with a familiar face, and uh, I'm going to tell you who it is and why it's pretty great. Coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from State Farm, here with good news and even better news. The good news? State Farm has new lower car insurance rates. The even better news? That means you can now get the service and convenience of a local State Farm agent at surprisingly great rates. State Farm can help you save more cash and get the good neighbor service you deserve. Just talk to your local State Farm agent or visit statefarm.com to find out how much you can save on your car insurance. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I'm making you old-fashioned today with the Wild Turkey Bourbon 101. It just really stands up very well in a classic cocktail like the old-fashioned. It has that perfect boldness. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles Diamond. What's good? D'Angelo Russell has been seen working out recently with a familiar face who used to work out with Kevin Durant and is still a... Consultant, I believe, is his title with the Warriors. But that one person is Steve Nash. And look, not to say that working out with Steve Nash is going to turn someone into Steve Nash. But I just enjoy the fact that, one, a great point guard is working with another point guard, combo guard, so to speak, in D'Angelo Russell. And that Steve, who, you know, would spend a lot of his time working with Kevin Durant and has a nice relationship with him, is still with the Warriors and still working with their young players, trying to impart all that Hall of Fame knowledge that he has. Very excited about the addition of D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Not that it matters or anything, but, you know, thought we might hear a little bit from Draymond about D'Angelo Russell in that interview. We didn't, which is fine, but just excited to see him gel with this team and just how it all works out. And uh, just can't wait. And it's mid-August, and we have a long time before we actually get to see it. Well, not that long, but in basketball terms, a long time. We'll get there. I swear we'll get there. I promise you guys we'll make it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back on Monday with another episode of Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hey, Bay Area sports fans. This is Ben Kaspic, host of the Locked On Giants podcast, which should be the next Locked On podcast you fire up in your feed. 
The MLB offseason is closing in, and I'll have you covered every day, breaking down the rumors, speculation, and transactions that'll shape next year's Giants team. Subscribe to Locked on Giants right now on your favorite podcast provider. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked on Fantasy Basketball podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast.